0: what is up guys we are starting off a new week with talking black and we are just wishing you positivity focus determination get through your goals finish off the year strong we're going into the holidays so we're just wishing you guys some blessed times and good mind space
1: let's start the show
0: let's get it
1: Hey guys, we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talking Black with me, Don, And your girl, Gray. And we have a lot of spicy things for you this week. That is beautiful. Thank you. I could have been a singer.
0: I could have been.
1: So the quote this week is, to know how much there is to know is the beginning of learning to live. And that's mm-hmm. by Dorothy West. And she was a black lady on The overture and the Poor.
0: I like that. Say that one more time. Okay, I'm
1: going to say it one more time. Okay. To know how much there is to know is the
0: beginning of learning to live. Hmm, I do like that. What do you think that means? I'm th- I I think it means that you can really begin to live life how you're meant to live life once you become knowledgeable of life things Mm -hmm. yes of the the things Mm -hmm. so i like that i think for me it's like more
1: of learning how to live your life like how do you want to appropriately live your life and by knowing that and knowing who you are you're capable of fully starting it to be able to enjoy it and i like that i think it's very important you know yes yes (laughs) definitely (laughs) (laughs) amazing
0: (laughs) So, what is the hots and the nuts on the block this week? Well, guys, um, I don't even know where I should begin. We have a few things we're going to run down today. I think the first thing we're going to talk about is all the spiciness on campus. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So, oh, we're just going to talk a little bit about Syracuse University and... All of the shit that's been going on on campus it's been a really crazy couple of weeks, you guys, if you don't know um there has been some racially incited incidents that have been going on a couple, yes uh, yeah, quite a few incidents that have yeah. been going on mm-hmm. um It started like three weeks ago, actually it started three weeks ago mm-hmm. with some uh derogatory words that were written um, in one of the residence halls Mm -hmm. towards a minority group of students and the vandalizing of their bathrooms, which are communal restrooms, so they're on the halls. Mm
1: -hmm. It was on the fourth and sixth floor, Mm -hmm. and they took the light fixtures down, they wrote nigger and a girl's name under it, and then they wrote Asian glory holes in the bathroom.
0: See, yeah. And put the light fixtures in the toilet, which I didn't understand, but. That's neither here nor there. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It's all weird. And then from there, it's been a number of things: swastikas and emails. more Asian slurs that have been written, emails sent to people, Black woman being Yeah, we there's just, a, uh, I'll say quote unquote manifesto that was airdropped to people only because, well, I don't, I don't believe. I'll believe people over cops. So you can tell me that there was nothing airdropped to people, but I'm going to believe people that say that there was stuff airdropped first. Mm -hmm. That's just me because I don't trust 12 like that. But, you know, that's just a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've been on a bumpy roller coaster here.
0: We have. And the response from everything happening from the administrators and people who run the university have been messy. They've been messy and delayed. They've come very late. That's on purpose. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's better to just, like, kind of turn your head and act like maybe they... Maybe it'll go over. It'll blow Mm -hmm. over. You know, we don't really have to address it, which is the weirdest stance to take to me if you're somebody that runs a whole institution. Is it weird?
1: Because, like they said, like, five years ago, it was the same thing. Yeah. They... Excuse me. Um 5 years ago like when they were talking about the process, the big one that happened last time, they were discussing like same tactics, same mm-hmm. police stuff. So I don't think it's weird that they're responding late. I think it's just very unbusinesslike for people that are paying 60 to $70,000.
0: That's it's what makes it weird crazy. to me. Yeah, that that's why I think it's weird. It's not weird because like in the sense that it's not what I it, don't expect expect. it's just weird because it's like this is a business Mm -hmm. you guys run a university which Mm -hmm. is a business and because it's a business when things happen it's your responsibility to speak on those Mm -hmm. things no matter what the situation is even if it's not something that's racially you know like incited Mm -hmm. but anything that affects the image of your business and your business itself have to be addressed. So the fact that you think you can just not say anything and like wait for it to blow over. Yeah, like that's crazy. I think they I don't even know. Governor
1: Cuomo thinks the chancellor is incompetent,
0: which I also think. Gabriel Union has retweeted.
1: So, yeah, Joe Biden has commented. It's just been on a we. It's a shit show. It's literally. a mess. It is a shit show. It's so bad. And like I've been telling people, I'm from the Bronx, so very few things scare me, and I'm not no first scared of no shooters because there'd be shooters on the block. And if twenty white men want to harass me, we can have game. But I just need you to stand there while I call my twenty friends. To So we can fight And we can go We can make it a
0: thing If y'all really want to go Yeah Yeah And coming from the south I You tend to not fear things as much Because a lot of it is stuff you see on a daily basis mm-hmm. but given the things that i've been through personally in my life it still creates anxiety mm-hmm. like it still makes me a little bit anxious because you just never really know when something is going to escalate into be, being something else yeah. you know so and i i just really i do fear for the undergrad students because they're a lot younger mm-hmm. a lot of them are fresh out of their parents house yeah. a lot of them are international so they're coming from places that may not necessarily Deal with this kind of thing as regularly as we do in America. It's very homogeneous, so yeah. So a lot of places they live. Yeah, they might like a lot of them don't experience gun violence like how we do over here, mm-hmm. you know, and not in the capacity that we do over here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a real culture shock when you're coming over and you're you're now a target. You, if I was an international student first time in America, now I'm the target of hate crimes. Mm-hmm. I would be freaked out. So I I get it. I empathize with the uh, the undergrad students. But also, as a person of color, I... I just understand, like I get it. Yeah. So I personally think, um, oh God, my thoughts are all over the place with this, but I do believe that the responsibility is on two groups of people. I think it is the administration and people who run the university's job to make sure that this shit is not happening on their campus, and to make sure that people of color and marginalized groups feel comfortable and welcome on campus. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't felt welcomed on campus since I got here. And I also think it is the responsibility of white people who call themselves allies to actually step in and be those allies. You have to use your voice. You have to use your privilege. You know, like you're more likely to be heard amongst your group of friends than I am amongst your group of friends. Mm -hmm. And so I think then it becomes your job to speak to those people, you know, like speak to those negative things and those racial things that may come up in conversation. Stand up against it. Like you can't just let your friends say anything. You have to hold them accountable because then that begins to change the mindset and it makes them think about the things that they're saying and why they can't say it. Mm -hmm. Also, I think it's the job of white people to um Take care of your people of color friends in situations like this. Mm -hmm. Check in on them. Make sure they're good. Because the last thing you want them to do is feel like they are unwelcome or like they are being targeted. Mm -hmm. And so if you're somebody who has the ability to um, create even a little bit of change, do that. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it.
1: Um, Yeah, no, I think you hit it right on the nail. Uh, I think only thing that like really kind of like makes it weird in these when i entered like the protest spaces because i've been there uh i slept overnight mm-hmm.
0: how was that
1: sorry we can talk about how it was after you finish your thought i don't want to no ask. it's fine no it was okay i slept in a chair i've s- did protests where i've slept um mm-hmm. in buildings before so it was like oh my god i'm sleeping on the floor i'm sleeping on a chair my right back uh, like it was
0: like you didn't have to put the, the little chair. voice Cause that's kind of, uh-huh. I, I can't, sl- I, I so physically it cannot bad. sleep on, I, it wasn't I, bad. Attack. I just Honestly, can't sleep I on could, the floor. I could sleep on the
1: floor in general. I could sleep on this floor.
0: Yeah. I, and I can't sleep on any floor. Like my, seriously, I have the worst back. No, I, I'll just put my whole body on my side. I'll bring an air mattress. No. Okay.
1: Cause it takes up space. I
0: know. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'll find a corner. <sighs> yeah. I like but I did go over there for a few hours over the weekend. Um, a couple times I went over there. Because I, I mean, I, am I, like yeah, I feel like I should. I, I am a protester. Like I do go to protests and participate in things to the extent that I feel like I can, you know, like mm-hmm. that I can handle. So I did go over there for a little bit because I also don't want them to think that this is specifically on undergrad students because yeah. we as grad students feel it too, you the know? The only
1: thing I've been saying is yeah. this is their fight. We're just here for support.
0: That too. I also want them to know they're supported.
1: And that's you know? and I think that's where a lot of faculty and staff that have been there and like not to like take up space and like grad students to to just be there and just be a support system because I think a lot of times we try to make it about oh well us too and that like try to interject and I think from the point of them being an undergrad and that's how it started as we're there for assistance
0: well yeah i agree with that but i also will say that we are involved in this too because i've felt it since i got here Mm -hmm. i do think it's different for us as grad students because one we're only here a year Mm -hmm. two a lot of us don't live on campus like that so Mm -hmm. we're not having to be forced to be here you Mm -hmm. know and three because well they're here longer Mm -hmm. and so you know like this this is an undergrad fight, but because we are still people of color in gra- in the grad school, mm-hmm. it's our fight too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's like both sides for me because I want undergrads to feel supported. Like I want them to know that the grad students stand behind them 100%, you know, but I also want them to feel it from an empathetic Standpoint where Mm -hmm. I also empathize your situation because and your 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 fight is valid because Mm -hmm. I also see it. Yeah, you know. So that's just that's how I want them to know. Like it's not just like not to take it away from them, Mm -hmm. but it is definitely across the board. So yeah, you know, your grad students are supported. We love you guys. You said grad students. Undergrad students are supported. We love you you guys. (laughs) So. Yeah, so moving on, um, you know, past the nastiness. I do want into to some more nasty. T- into some more nastiness. I do want to talk about Sean King versus Amanda Seals. hmm So, and I also want us to hit on this because we did talk about Rodney Reed last week. Yeah, so, I did. feel like it is our job to now come back and report on things that may may have changed. So, um the exoneration of Rodney Reed has been stopped. Um. Execution. Oh, God, why do I say that? <laughs> not yet. Okay. You are getting too excited. I am getting too excited. So, the execution of Rodney Reed has been stopped mm-hmm. um, for the moment. I think they are still going through his case and stuff, but as of now, because today is the 20th, he will not be executed or has not been executed. Yes. So, and since. I, I think it's crazy that the death penalty.
1: Do you think it's crazy that the death penalty is still around?
0: I do. Don't, because I lost my mom to somebody who deserves the death penalty. Okay. So, um, for situations like that, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think it's crazy. But I think depending, I don't think every crime deserves the death penalty. I don't, I want them to suffer.
1: So I want them to live and like... Solitary confinement, so they lose yeah. their minds. That's more worse than death.
0: I know, I feel that too. But also, they don't it's, they don't go and get executed like the next week. Oh, no, so they still like, have some like, sitting yeah. to do. But no, I totally feel what you say because there are certain situations like it, it's a weird thing to be in. Because I'm like, mm, suffering is really gonna like, fuck your you, mind. yeah, like you're gonna feel it. But at the same time, I don't want you to die because you're, you're already gonna I don't die. Want you to die. I don't. But that's just me. But why did
1: I, before we, this is kind of off topic, why did I say, like, 20 to life?
0: Because life is, like, I I think we've been taught, like, that life is, like, literally the rest of your life. Yeah. But life is actually a specific amount of years. It's hella years. I don't have the exact number of years it is. But life may not necessarily be the rest of your life. Really? It just feels like it. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, I on. know, because because what we've been taught, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so since then, Amanda Seals has come out, and she did a video on Instagram saying how she wished that she knew more information about Rodney Reed and the situation before she backed the movement. Okay. Um, and I can agree with that only because I feel like we all should be knowledgeable on things before we... Before we jump in, I'm always kind of hesitant about immediately jumping into social movements because I, I need the information. It can know, be messy. It can be messy, it can be false information. And then when you sign it, you can't really take it back. Yeah. And the more things get out and go around, the more stuff gets added to it. Yeah. So you you have to do your you own research. To it. Yeah. You have to do your own research to figure out what is the truth and what's not. Mm-hmm. So um Amanda's saying that she has found more information information out about um, Rodney Reed's past and I think that he was connected to some other attacks against women yeah like sexual assault yeah like sexual assaults against women and I think somebody that was also underage
1: yes yeah that was like a high
0: school thing yeah Yeah. so from that Sean King responded and Uh. pretty much was just like she's lying No one's dead except the woman that Amanda killed, which I thought was very drastic. I didn't think he had to say that, but I honestly, his whole approach to me, like, I understand. It was very attack. It was,
1: yes. It was very attack, you're wrong, this is right, we are saving a man's life, it doesn't matter what he did, but the crimes that he's about to be killed for don't matter, so Mm -hmm. we need to get everything thrown
0: out. Yeah, and I think it's really, I think that's a slippery slope because Amanda Seals is a black woman, and she's a black woman that receives a lot of hate and backlash. So,
1: Regularly. So it's very easy for her to be hated.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and I I think when you put stuff out like that, that's attacking her the mm-hmm. way that he did. I don't think it's I don't think it's good. No, it it opens I. her up to to, you know, being harassed and other things.
1: And then she commented in another video and she was like, pretty much like, what are you doing? This is the facts. This is the statements. You're saying this. You know, how like Amanda does mm-hmm. so well. So it was very like. Sean, I think you're wrong. I need you to say yeah,
0: it. Uh-huh. I, Sean King, to me, I'm already a little iffy with him because, you know, I'm just still trying to feel my way out with him. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so, again, stuff you have that could be true or could not be true. But I feel like there's so much stuff against him. Mm-hmm. You know, like people have their doubts. Wasn't he the man
1: in that meme when he's standing? <laughs> what meme? The meme. Isn't he, is it like basketball where he's like standing in the corner and he turns around?
0: Oh, you're talking about the meme when somebody like walks in yes. and you're looking like it's not him, looking like you don't want to be here, and then you well, walk was, out. No, I don't think that's him. It's not him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I was like, they do look alike though.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I, he does. He does. I think he does good work. Mm-hmm. I think his podcast with his wife does mm-hmm. good work, and I think they talk about good things. But I think in a moment of being right or wrong, you have to be willing to be wrong when you're actually wrong, mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot of problems. And I think a lot of times black men tend to overpower black women voices when Mm -hmm. they're right. So by doing so, it like devalidates
0: everything that they're saying when they are right. And it's so easier. It's It's so so easy easy. for the world to be like, oh, she's lying. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's so much easier for the world to believe a black man over a black woman. Yeah, no. And then this is like, this is off topic, but it's so similar. Yep.
1: A forum they were having at Syracuse, they were talking about how black when black men are killed, it's like very viral, very like intersectional, mm-hmm. very huge. But then when black women are killed, it's very like not so low I don't wanna say low minimum, it's like attention, but it's not as much Doesn't attention. Get as much it's attention. not as like intersectional. It's not as much mm-hmm. quote unquote impactful as it is when black men dies. So like in this situation it's kinda of like somewhat the same dynamic mm-hmm. of him being wrong but when she is bringing facts and she's not even attacking him
0: she wasn't she, she said, didn't even mention his name in the first video she just said i should have just Granny, did we more. knew who she was talking about yeah, but she took that. exactly she took responsibility for the not lack doing of her research exactly which is like it's that's research valid research 101 like, yeah one. wrong <laughs> she said I'm wrong yeah and he immediately was like Amanda is <laughs> not right and it's like Sean whoa calm down like first of all everybody's not even on your side like I feel like people question how authentic Sean King really is and if he's doing things for the attention or is he doing things really for the people and for he, the culture he commented on
1: Kim Kardashian did you, did you see that? Mm-mm. Uh, I think she went on. She went on Wendy Williams. It was the Wendy Williams with a View, and uh, they he, the, uh, the show made a post. They were like, um, Sean King, why aren't you doing like uh, show requests and stuff to talk about the issues like Kim Kardashian is. Or, and then he was like, I'm not Kim
0: Kardashian. I don't do things. Okay. Just for clout, right. I do things to actually care. Right. But, that, I mean, that's one of those things. You either believe it or not. That's why I say I'm, like, on the fence, because I don't know What's, what to believe, whether I believe it or not. So I take, you know, the, the things that are useful that Sean King talks about, I do consider that. And if it's something that I support, I support it. I'm not going to knock you for, you know, contributing to the, co- to the change, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't just think, don't like how he attacked Amanda. I don't think... And I believe Amanda. When I look at Rodney Reese thing from last week, I don't think
1: he should... Because once it's death death penalty, uh, I just want people to suffer. I don't think he should die, but I also think that other information... And a proper, healthy man needs to be brought up in another case if he yeah. hasn't been tried for
0: that. Yeah. Because that the, has to be discussed yes, and I don't handled, want too. Them, I
1: don't want them to try, put it on this case, and it's like, oh, he did this and that and that. Mm-hmm. And, and now then, he's just being, like, paying for all, all of over. these. Yeah. 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 So I feel like he should be tried for this. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you, if they bring that up, if they choose to bring that information up, then they try him for that. I and agree. however you go about that, you go about that. But don't, I definitely think they shouldn't. And I think that's also illegal, but I don't think they should put it up all in one umbrella because yeah. that's also, like, so fucked up.
0: Yeah. So the moral of the story, kids, is to do your research before sure. just jumping into something and posting it on your social media. Mm-hmm. So next I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. He's so sexy. You think he's sexy?
1: Did you see the meme? I don't think he's sexy. Did you sexy. see the meme? I'm going to tell my—it had a picture of him. It's like, I'm going to tell my grandchildren that that's Malcolm X.
0: <laughs> no. no, but I saw the one that had Beyonce. Did you see the one with no. Beyonce from the... um What video is that? Not Bow Down, but the I've Been On video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody tweeted it and was like, I'm going to tell my kids this was Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> and that Same. took me out. <laughs> I know. I would see that. I was Same. like, I also. Okay. okay. This is Queen Elizabeth, kids. She was the greatest. Anyway, so... Whew, Colin Kaepernick. So he had a um, he practice the other day. Yeah, he got, he got invited, invited, invited to a practice the other day that the NFL scheduled mm. and told him about the same time they told social media about it. Which is very weird. Weird and crazy, right? Like, that's not. I don't like. It's not professional. Yeah, it's not professional <laughs> at all. Not at all. What? And y'all are the NFL.
1: They know what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. It's like stuff like this. You can't be like the amount of things that are put into these like press releases and these emails and stuff. It just it, it don't add up, Mary.
0: At right, all. and Don knows because he is a PR specialist. Hire me. So hey. Good job. Okay, but yeah, so they let him know at the last minute and told him where it was gonna be. I think it was like uh, 25. people from the team yeah, or something like a, that was, was going like to be bunch there of scouts. yeah people were going to be there to watch the head coaches or representatives from the team mm-hmm. were going to be there to watch him He was at a high school field i think it was his, well it first his? it was supposed to be at the falcon stadium oh, okay but it wasn't there yeah and clearly. it wasn't there because colin Kaepernick, his demands were that he had his own media people that he yeah. was able to record and i think that he was able to use his own um I think it was high school i don't know football so whoever catches the ball when he throws it oh okay. well he is the. that's who he well yeah but whoever he was that's was catching right, his just, like throws oh wide receiver wide receiver look I at know you sports, you know guys, things. i okay. like football,
1: not just for the points.
0: <laughs> i know sports too yes so he wanted his own wide receivers to be there during his tryout. So the NFL was like, nah, bruh, that ain't, yeah, nah. we're not doing any of that. You're going to show up when we tell you to come. You're going to be at the facility we tell you to come to. And you're going to use the people that we tell you to use. And the gag was? Colin said, uh, Psych. Have, y'all, have y'all not learned anything from the last few years? I absolutely will not do what you tell me to do. So he changed the time. Surely I think he that. moved it back like two hours. Mm-hmm. He changed it to a high school stadium. I think that was his. I think that was the school, high school he went to. Probably, I figured there had to be some kind of significance for the high it was school. Just a random. Like yeah, just and just I was like, it can't just be for the publicity because what are high schools doing nobody that did, need nobody was publicity there
1: besides like them?
0: Right. So, um, and he had his own filming of yeah, the thing, Smart. which the film from the, from. The film from the NFL, the initial film that was supposed to be created, was supposed to be sent out to the the rest of the coaches Mm -hmm. that weren't going to be in attendance. Apparently, there was also a waiver-informed Emmy in place to say that Colin could not sue Mm -hmm. anyone involved in this situation before before. or after the tryout like you know Mm. so it it seemed a little shady and i think that's why colin was like absolutely not of course
1: um because he's he got all that money from the nfl last time so they were like we are not trying to get fucked
0: which is exactly why i was confused why they would say that he can't sue them for any past things because i feel like he just finished taking out money for the past stuff so what would he have to sue he can't sue y'all for the same thing again listen they ain't
1: taking no chances
0: (laughs) okay that was like we're covering all grounds we will not pay him anymore and he already got a hefty money already (laughs) he did he did rightfully deserved so, um, yeah, so Colin switched it all up and was just like, nah. And I think it was now, after that happened, it was like eight teams that showed up yeah. to the to the tryout and stuff like he did that. really he, great from the film. He did, I guess. Looks like he was throwing the ball very strong. They caught strong. it, and that's all that matters. They caught it and stumbled a little and bit. Was, so actually, I said, oh, that looked like a good toss. It was actually, Throw. it was a pass. very
1: long, far pass. Yeah. Like, Game wise, if he threw like that and they caught it, it would pretty much be a touchdown. It'd be
0: a touchdown. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: That's what I said when I saw the video, guys. That's what I said. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, yeah. So then afterwards, Colin did a press conference, which cracked me up because he was, you have to watch it. He was just pretty much like, the NFL know what's up. They know we're ready.
1: Oh, my
0: God. The end of the that's video so is what loud. cracks me up because he was like, I stay ready. I've been ready. Oh. And I will continue to be ready. Oh. And I said, Colin wants the smoke, guys.
1: <laughs> Did he really say that?
0: Yeah, that's that's those <laughs> are his words. Oh, my God. He was pretty much just like the NFL know what's up. Now right. it's on them. The ball's in their court to, to, to do what they, they got to do. Period. Oh, big dot. That was – exactly. That was Colin's period. And, yeah, so from that – what happened? It's just been... You know, people have just been talking about it. I don't think the NFL has said anything yet about... They, they haven't made any decision I they or anything. Haven't.
1: I don't know. It's Everybody's been saying the NFL's wrong.
0: People have been saying the NFL's wrong. People have been saying Colin's wrong it's and that, that he ch- should have... Uh, he's... Okay, so pause. So, so Stephen curious. A. Smith yes. did this video mm-hmm. talking about pretty much how Colin doesn't want to play football. Y'all, that's also another funny video because he was just like... He want the media to come. He don't want to play football. He don't want to talk to the media. Oh, I saw that one. It was no. so funny. But Stevens needs to sit down. And because it was a back
1: and forth between him and somebody else.
0: Between Stephen uh, S- Smith and somebody else? Yes, it was. Probably. I, don't, probably I haven't playroom. seen that. But, yeah, so, you know, Stephen A. Smith is like, Colin doesn't want to play football because if he did, he would have showed up to where the NFL told him to be when mm-hmm. they told him to be there. My thing is... We all know Colin's a rebel, one. So I don't know why the NFL expected him to just be like, oh, okay, I'll see you guys there. Yeah, whatever you say. Y'all knew that wasn't going down. Two, Colin didn't trust that the NFL wasn't going to edit the videos to make it look a certain way. He doesn't trust the NFL. So that's why he requested his own people and I don't blame him. I personally don't think Colin's in the wrong because you guys started the tone off wrong when y'all decide to alert him The same time everyone else was alerted about the tryout, which means you didn't even talk to him prior to to set something up. Mm -hmm. You just was like, well, you want to play. So you're going to do what we tell you to do. And that's that same mentality that lives on in the NFL. Like, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You have to hear the people's voices. You're mm-hmm. not listening. Y'all not listening. Y'all still think y'all control shit. Mm-hmm. And Colin is telling y'all that y'all don't actually control a damn thing. Period. Personally, I don't know why he's trying to still play. I feel like you've you've excelled past this. Just some, you, The days are over. like,
1: you know, he, he likes football. And he just... He wants Start to a football do- team. Oh, that's harder than you think. I don't mean a professional football team. Oh, but nobody wants to play fake football.
0: I mean, like, with younger okay. kids.
1: But he wants to play, Gray. He I get it. And I don't
0: want to tell him not
1: to, you nobody know, do what you got to do. Nobody wants first off, nobody wants to go against Colin Kaepernick in the statewide fake football league. I'm going to lose.
0: No, because there are guys outside of the NFL that can play football very well, too. Why didn't they make it? Maybe they just did it.
1: Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> it's not because they're bad that they didn't make the NFL that's not necessarily the truth. the NFL don't take everybody. everybody can make it
1: I say this not everybody everybody can be great at something, but it's always going to be the best
0: I personally just think he should just, just I think, focus no, on you know think, the know your rights campaign mm. focus on I can't tell him what to do so I don't want to say I think this is what Colin should do. But in my head I'm saying.
1: My thing is if he wants to play, he should keep doing what he needs to do to play. <laughs> so there can never be any
0: moment where they say you just sat down and ate chips. I get that too. Get I get that. I, I do understand his push to continue to play because I mean you were wrongfully pushed out of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if this is what you have been working to do, this is one of your goals, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, go for it. I'm just saying. As somebody who is um Stands firm against the NFL. That's just how I feel about it. But I also never watched football, so don't listen to me. Okay. <laughs> I talk about culture and fashion. I don't do sports. We love sports. I love watching those men. I'll do basketball.
1: Ugh, no. I'll do basketball. Football is better <laughs> than basketball.
0: No, football's so dangerous. My son can't play. And my and daughter basketball can't play either. Football is not dangerous, too. I don't think they're getting as many concussions in basketball as they are they in football. they be tearing
1: ACLs and popping bones out their legs.
0: Yeah, but they don't walk that. off the court dumb. Mm-mm.
1: So. I'll, I'll take football off. I just can't. Football with basketball. Ooh. No,
0: and football outside. Y'all can have it. Keep it. It gets cold. I can't. That's okay. Put me in the building. They could be in the building mm-hmm. too. They have domes. They do have domes. You're right. We're in a dome. I know. And that dome, it gets. It's hot up in there. Yeah, it is. So, you're right. But, yeah, What's I just think Colin's going to do what he got to do, and we just wish him well. I stand with Cap. What's the next one? That was it. That's it? That's all I got.
1: Okay. I do want to speak about Summer Walker.
0: Okay, which is, yes, I'm glad you brought that up, because today we will be talking about anxiety and social anxiety.
1: Mm-hmm. And I just thought about her when I was walking over, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have been... Uh, Questioning her tour decisions Mm -hmm. and her presence Mm -hmm. on the Soul Train Awards and her interaction with the media, and I think and her meet and greet and her meet and greet, and I think it's actually like very fucked up Mm -hmm. because I take social anxiety and like mental health very seriously. Mm -hmm. And it's like she clearly from day one gave those vibes. Like I don't know if how nobody got it. Mm -hmm. She gives very like social anxious, very like. If I don't know you, I'm going to be this way. And yeah. It's very... like That's what I got. So I wasn't very surprised. And I, uh, one thing I thought when I, I saw her, I had released her too. I was like, this girl is very social anxious. And she talks about social anxiety all the time. And I was like, there are a lot of tour dates. Is she even mentally prepared to do this? Mm-hmm. And when it came out that she was canceling half... Like, she was only going to do, like, four more or three more shows. I was like, girl, like... I understand. I, yeah. I, 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 and I posted on social media. I was like, oh, I expected this. I hope you feel better.
0: Yeah. And Same. I, and I don't know her history like mm-hmm. that. But I, from one... Who are you as a fan to tell me that I got to hug you? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think, I think, you know, if you do meet and greets, you're not obligated to be in contact I with would've. anybody because you're meeting me regardless. I'm greeting you when you come to the table. So that does mm-hmm. not, not mean I got to give you a hug in order to meet the requirements of a meet and greet. I just feel like we as fans demand so much of artists and that causes us to take the hug. Humanity out of them Like it's like We don't realize That there's still people mm-hmm. And I think you can Put out great music And still be socially anxious mm-hmm. So Yeah
1: I think I think If she, Well she allegedly Says she's gonna Keep making music I don't even know What's going on over there mm-hmm. But I think that She should Just do no meeting and grease I wouldn't do First off I wouldn't do grease In general Me neither people are Very smelly Very sweaty I'm a germaphobe Very Don't touch me like pussy Don't touch me Fish, Good. berry, Good. Wow. dick cheese, very mm. don't wipe their ass. People don't wipe their ass. Uh, shit stains in their drawers. Wow. Very long fingernails, gunk in them, still finger their girlfriends.
0: Okay. All viral this infections.
1: Very <laughs> uh beard cots. It's been growing. You don't comb it out. Don't wash it. Might have lice in it. Possibly crabs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Herpes. Seems like there's herpes around your lips. But you want to kiss my cheek.
0: Yeah, no, you're not kissing my um, cheek. Ew.
1: You have eye gunk. Um, your hair has a lot of dust in it. Your weave is falling off. You know, and I. And those jeans have mustard stains on the pants. Wow. That's a very long and specific list. And you're too old to be wearing crop tops with
0: that stomach. That's very ageist. Is it ageist? That, I'm not going to take it That's discriminating. Back.
1: people and your elbows, who are. You shouldn't be touching me with your hands that dry.
0: So the point is. Where's the lotion? Don't touch me and don't expect
1: to be are you going to touch
0: your face and then touch me?
1: How are you going to touch train poles and then come into my meeting group? And
0: want to shake my
1: hand? No. Did you wipe? Did no. Do you, you can miss me with all of that. are you? Are you clean where after you pee, you shake your dick two times and then put it away? Or are you like a, a piss, put it away? That's let it, so and let it gross. it down your leg? That
0: is so nasty.
1: Always shake it. Always
0: shake it Always twice. Always shake it
1: twice. <laughs> do you wash well, your hands when you leave?
0: Are you clean when you use a paper towel to open the door? So I don't like the meet and greets, stay on that (laughs) side of the table. You know, if you want to, you could take a picture of me like holding up the book or the album. Fuck no. Or like the mic, but like keep it over there. You want to cough? Don't come up here. Like, in fact, give everyone a mask at the door. (laughs) I'm I'm not meant to do meet
1: and greets. I also like attitudes. Ugh.
0: Also, though, that I have high social anxiety. I don't want to get into it yet, but like I am a socially anxious pers- person mm-hmm. and I just yeah, I, I can't I can't do it. I don't even I know how to have conversations, but oh, hey, hi. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Like I don't that would be my interaction with you. And that would probably make a lot of people upset. So I'm just not meant to do that. But I, t- I totally feel her.
1: Make sure you wash your hands and shake your dick twice, and we'll be right back.
0: What's up, y'all? Listen here. It's holiday season, and you know you're gonna visit the fam. You already gotta deal with them asking where your man at. Don't have them asking where your hairline at, too. Hit up JJ at Stitch and Lace Custom Creations for all your full lace and handmade wig needs. Start the holiday season off right with a properly plucked and laid frontal. We love a good frontal, sis. Seriously, JJ will have that wig looking like it came right out your scalp, and that's just what the girls want to see. Hit up Stitch and Lace on Instagram. That's at underscore Stitched and Laced on Instagram. Get you a wig created just for you and kill this holiday season. Okay, guys, we are back, and we are going to talk about anxiety and social anxiety. So done. Damn. What is your – have you – do you deal with anxiety or social – well, as a as a person of color, I feel like we all deal with anxiety to some extent. Yeah, we do. But um, just, like, speaking more of, like, from social anxiety, like, just what are you, What have your experiences been like?
1: My experiences of social anxiety have been – I'm an – I'm an omnivore, is that what it's called? Where it's an introvert and an extrovert? An ambivert. An ambivert. Oh, my God, me too. I'm very – I'm very, yeah, crazy, kooky, classic, clown, all, all them fun things that New York City people are. But then like, I have various situations where depending on my mood, depending on where I am, I get very introverted, and I don't want to talk to people at all. I actually don't want people to look at me. Mm. I don't want you to touch me. I get no. very like, Ugh. um. So that is very high. um A level of anxiety I have is like depression, and i will talk about that later. But that's also something I very much like go through, and that adds that connects to my ambivertness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't mind being in like big settings. I don't mind being like concerts and stuff. That I don't know people are like protests. I don't mind being that. I the only thing I do mind is like people pushing me and saying "excuse me."
0: Oh my god, yes! Does that annoy the shit out of you? Oh hell yeah! It don't it don't hurt, hurt to Open your mouth and say "excuse me." Like oh, I'll girl. move. Just say excuse me. Yeah, and people don't have manners. Yeah, you know, they don't. Disgusting. Yeah, I feel you. I'm the same way. I am definitely an ambivert. Am- <laughs> ambivert. There you go. Um, I have a lot of introversion. Like, I don't. I don't like to be touched. I don't like to talk all the time. Like, it's it's really weird for me because I feel like I am a very outgoing person. I am very friendly. I will talk your head off but at the very same time I actually don't want to talk yeah and like most times like in passing and things like that like I am just somebody that like puts my headphones on and I just want to get to where I have to go like I don't feel like engaging in small conversations sometimes I really just don't feel like being bothered Mm -hmm. um I love to retreat to my house and stay there Because that's just the safe place for me. I feel like I can be most comfortable in my home. And sometimes it's just really draining to be around people. And sometimes I can't handle it. Um, But at the same time, I love going out and having a good time. Like, I love spending time with people. I love going to concerts. I love going places, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I love doing things. I don't just want to sit in the house all day. But, I don't know, I feel like it's really weird. Um, but I definitely struggle with social anxiety. Hell yeah! Yeah, like I, I, for me, for me, I feel like it can like affect my relationships because people don't necessarily know that I am socially anxious. Oh, people don't even know how that looks because they, they don't
1: socially anxious in themselves,
0: right? And so I think, um, I think sometimes. People mistake social anxiety for like being rude mm-hmm. or, um, I don't even like, like standoffish, yeah, not being, friendly, yeah.
1: um, lack of conversation, yes. And I think it's just, I think people forget like the way a lot of mental health type of stuff works is very like, who do you know and are you close to them compared to. You being around them and just new people, so uh, the expectation that you just going to be outgoing and be mm-hmm. all those types of things, which is like nobody ever like really fully discussed it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem.
0: Yeah, and even in like group settings, like I'm I'm not a conversation starter. I'm just somebody who. It carries point. the conversation on like you can come to me and you can talk to me. But like keywords, you come to me and mm-hmm. it's not in a selfish way because I feel like I should be approached. I f- physically and literally cannot just walk up to somebody and start talking to them. Mm-hmm. That is the weirdest thing to me. Not weird in a sense that like, oh, you look crazy doing that, but weird for me because I cannot do it. I think I could. You could. I've had to step outside of that as a journalist because I have to conduct interviews. And that's where my social anxiety really, really get. Like, I have to pep talk myself before I contact a, a source. I have to prepare myself before going into an interview because mm-hmm. I get really, really nervous. Like, I, I get... Freakishly nervous Mm -hmm. before doing things like interacting with other people. And sometimes I think people around me, even if like, like you said, like if you introduce me to your group of friends, Mm -hmm. I may come off as standoffish or like I don't really want to be there. But really, it's because I'm struggling to figure out what to say to you and how how to have a conversation. You know, yeah. not because I can't have one, but because I don't know, like there, there's just that struggle sometimes to to be able to connect with people. Yeah. um, That's that's what I think I deal with the most. I just that's why meet and greets would never work for me, because having to start those conversations or being being the one that's like the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And I can't just shy away and in, into the background because I'm a shy into the background mm-hmm. kind of person Um, that that's difficult for me. I'm a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think.
1: I would not want to do meet and greets. Uh, God, when I become, let's just pray. God, when I become famous,
0: yeah, when speaking my, into existence,
1: uh, poetry, and just being an amazing PR professional, and I can be booked for meet and greets. Please allow people to just be kind to me. I know they won't, but I think I could. I think the problem is that I hate like basic questions like, "How's everybody today?" Yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah, the small talk. I'm, when you're around your friends and stuff it's easier so it's like how did that go and boop pop, bop like it's not so much like those weird one-liners that when you go on dates mm-hmm. like that's i think what really makes it very uncomfortable so i think i could do it i just think also outside of my comfort zone of like just interaction i've had to be capable i've been more capable in the years to not be afraid to like walk up to people mm-hmm. and say things so like uh, send your food back when it's not the right order like that oh be- no
0: the, the oh, social anxiety that. goes away no I, I for it. will send the food back oh hell yeah yeah I don't I don't play when it comes to me spending money oh, like I no. that's when I don't social anxiety I don't know that girl um
1: but what I do know is it's not
0: what I got yeah so exactly my money? so let's fix it So I like how you said conversation starters, how you're able to do that. Because for me, I think that's what creates social anxiety. The fact Mm -hmm. that I want to engage in a deeper conversation. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I start off awkward because I may start off in a deep conversation. And you're like, girl, I don't know you, girl. I'm just trying to sign in to the event. Like, you know, like I don't necessarily need to have all this weird talk with you. And that makes me feel like, oh, my God. I just fucked up Let so me go It
1: makes you feel weird It makes you feel weird yes yeah, so How are you social in, Like how does social anxiety And anxiousness Affect your relationship mm-hmm. like the question.
0: <laughs> It does because Well let's see It affects some of my friendships Because I think sometimes My friends think that I'm being bitchy or aggressive or anything like that or even being mean or like I don't want to be bothered. And a lot of times, especially with my friends, like that's not even the case. It's, I might be struggling with something in that very moment and it could just be communicating my feelings to you or communicating, you know, something that is of importance to you just because it's weird for me. Mm -hmm. And some people don't really understand that, you Mm -hmm. know, like, or... I also, and I don't know if this is my social anxiety or if it's my borderline personality disorder, but sometimes I make, I assume the worst. And so because I assume the worst, my reactions, wow. My reactions go based off of those assumptions. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at me like you're crazy because you don't know what all has just happened in my head. Mm -hmm. And so now I come off as, you know, whatever, when all of this could have been eliminated if I were able to properly communicate my feelings to you. And it's not that I can't communicate, but some things I do struggle with
1: sounds very familiar. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Does not yeah. yeah. So <laughs> in my relationships, though, let's just start with the lack thereof relationships coming from social anxiety because I can't just walk up to people. And that's that's the hard part about being a cis queer person because people don't know you're gay. So lesbians don't look at me and automatically assume that I date girls. Mm-hmm. So now it's up to me to make that first move. And I am really bad at making the first move to anybody. Same, So I can say hi. Yeah, I can say hi, I can smile, but also what I do is I avert my eyes. So if we make, I will not make that intimate contact, like eye contact with you because I feel awkward. And so I stare away and I find myself doing that a lot. Like it'll be a cute guy, like, oh, he cute. He looking at you and then I'd be like, oh my God, I'm panicking, he's looking at me, look away. In fact i'll just let me just leave the room (laughs) so that's a connection never made because i was too caught up in being you know afraid and anxious that now you know i'm still single for me and my
1: relationships i think a lot of people just don't understand until until they go through it Mm -hmm. and talking from just like anxiety with like friends and family like nobody everybody could be like why do you want to like talk why don't you want to like say nothing? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. Especially like an undergrad, like just understanding like me having anxiety and mental stuff. It's like I'm I'm trying to figure out myself, mm-hmm. and now like yeah i don't know and you're making me feel like i'm weird it's like all these things and i think a lot of my friends still just don't get it yeah um i mean i could say and talk about it but oh yeah of course but like there's nobody like gets the cues yet
0: yeah um yeah and that's really hard picking up on it well it's not hard for me Mm -hmm. because or you probably because we go through it but Yeah. yeah people who like if you don't go like if you don't go through you don't know yeah it's like the same thing
1: when we just talk about like race and everything like Mm -hmm. you don't go through you just don't know you just
0: don't you just or if you're not you know it's not around you all the time Mm -hmm. you just may not know
1: yeah you don't know cues you don't Mm -hmm. know also like your willingness to know Mm -hmm. so a lot of times you could just be like making jokes and stuff and like you just think it's like something simple but like in reality it could be like nobody has done that to me but like that is like something real for some people yeah
0: what also causes me social anxiety is my height so yeah because i'm taller than most people that I come in contact with. You could eat somebody. Wow. That's the shit that gives me anxiety. I love it. Wow. I love you. Mm hmm. Kind T- of tasty. So, <laughs> so yeah, so being taller than most people, especially the people in your group, and I'm always the tallest person in the group and because of that sometimes you just feel awkward you know like everybody's all at one level and looking at each other in the eyes and then here I am towering over everybody having to look down just to like talk to you and so because of that it creates an awkwardness in me and sometimes it just makes me feel like out of place yeah and that that to me is also social anxiety because now I feel like I can't function and be myself because I'm just the awkward tall girl in the room and it could just be me it's probably just me and in, in my head those perceptions again of what people what I feel like people think about me when they look at me but still it just it makes me uh, really anxious and so because of that I am that's also why I shy to the back of the room like I'm somebody who stands on the side because mm-hmm. I just don't like to be in that middle like I'm I'm standing out above. I already stand out above everybody mm-hmm. else and so now I'm putting myself in a position to be looked at constantly no thanks Well, you know what they say about girls that are tall? That we're fine and we're in? That you have the best pussy. I I think that's true. Amen So how do you deal with it? How do I deal with it? I don't (laughs) Yeah, same I take deep breaths What I also find myself doing Sorry if I I just cut you off um, But what I also find myself doing Is forcing myself to work through it Mm -hmm. You know, like there uh, Lately I've been doing a lot of speaking to crowds and groups of people and that is that makes me very anxious I get nervous I start sweating when I'm in front of a group of people like I will break out into a sweat very disgusting and I've been forcing myself to just come up with say little things in my head like it's fine, you have to do this. Just say what you think. people are here to hear. You. people are obviously here because they want to hear you, so just say it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of been getting me through a lot like just just doing it. It's hard, but when you do it, especially with like interviews, I just be like, just call them and uh-huh. I call and you feel so good afterwards.' Yeah. like, oh my God, I did it. Same with emails. yeah, same that that makes me anxious
1: too. um the way. Besides not getting over it, I just like music has been a very beneficial source to just get me through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of times people be like, "Why do you always have your headphones in?" That's because I need to have them in. My
0: I ear. literally need to have um, them in.
1: And like just taking it another further, like when looking at anxiety and the next level, like depression, it's just like it's very. It's one of depression is just one of those things where you just have to like. Let it pass It's like a storm And A lot of times That She'll just come Out of nowhere And I know When I'm in it And I think That's very beneficial Because a lot of times People don't even know They just think It's a bad day A bad week Um, But I know When I'm in it and I usually just have to go through like simple stuff, yeah. Like getting out of bed, brushing my teeth, to using the bathroom, taking my vitamins, which I think is my shake.
0: Very important. <laughs> How cute! I know. Which I think is very uh, crucial. So I definitely want to like expand on depression in a separate episode yeah. because that's in, like. We deal with it, like you said, and don't even know we're going through it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with anxiety. Yeah. Like I, anxiety to us, a lot of people don't even know what it is or what it feels like. You
1: just feel like you don't want to. Like oh, that's part of my personality. I don't like being around a lot of people.
0: Exactly, and sometimes it's a lot deeper than that. Yeah, like I find myself getting anxious, like. When I get worked up in my head and I feel like my heart is bracing and when I feel like my brain is scrambled, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm like, I am having a moment and I like anxiety will cause me to just shut down. I'll go to bed. Mm -hmm. I will go to sleep because I can't work through all of the stuff that's going in my head at that moment. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's been my struggle with it lately. What I've been trying to do, but I've, I've been trying to just face it. Just, Mm -hmm. just look it in its eye and work through it. And it works sometimes, Sometimes. you know, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you just have to give in and take that moment to just experience it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too, because that's how you work through Mm it. That's how you, one, that's how you become aware of it. So you can know what it looks like when it happens. But that's, That's that's, yeah,
1: knowing when you're going in it.
0: Yeah. Because I like what you when you said that about depression. Because once I begin to work through my depression and take more time to feel those feelings, I now can feel when I'm having a depressive episode. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I can now go to my tools and things that I'm like, okay, to help me get through it. So yeah, go, that's that's the most important part of it, like feeling it. Like in, don't feel ashamed for it, because a lot more of us deal with it than people would like to admit. It's just nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. So. And ML- man. Back on, like,
1: the point of, like, relationships, um, I'm not afraid to approach anybody on that spectrum of, like, man versus man, um, but... It must be such a nice feeling. Uh, yeah, but nobody has ever, I've never, I believe really you should probably start, I've never been, in, like, a club, you know, like, one of those movie scenes where, like, you're looking at the person, they're looking at you, and then, like, sparks, and kissing and bathroom and uh like all that stuff was going on that has never happened to me me neither because i turned my head i it's just never like i've never i it's like a lot more like apps and stuff okay and it. that's just how a lot of like gay world lgbtq world that's what i was about to ask so like social anxiety is very different Mm -hmm. on like the app dating mm-hmm. spectrum for a lot of gay people yeah at least for me
0: i no, i agree with that 100 percent one I, because i do feel like a lot of uh people within the lgbtq communities communication is on an app mm-hmm. um but yeah i i it it also is different because sometimes i'm even nervous to reach out to a person yeah. because i'd be like they won't want to talk to me i,
1: mean, I I'd be like i'm hungry so we already know what this is
0: yeah i guess so that's funny
1: because <laughs> I know what I want, and yeah. I want that piece of
0: me, And see, that's good to, that you said that, because I think that also, like, determines how anxious you get. Because if you come on here, you know what you want. Like, if you come on here, like, I'm looking for a good time. It is what it is. Boom. Like, I wouldn't necessarily be that anxious. But mm-hmm. when I'm like, I want to go on a date, oh, uh, you know, and I want to see where I can go, that makes me nervous. Yeah. So but that's just, like, all apps. It's-
1: Something, it's just hard because you can't, you don't know who is like part of the community, it's not like on Mm -hmm. your shirt unless you go to an event. Mm -hmm. So, exactly, if you don't know, a lot of times when you're going to clubs, I'm you don't know if people on the DL, if they're dating, they're straight, they're this, they're that.
0: God forbid I go up to a masculine presenting woman and she tell me she ain't gay. (laughs) I'll be like, okay. Friends, it's time to leave. She's probably in the closet. She might be, but some women are just more comfortable like that, like Tiana Taylor. Yeah, but Tiana Taylor openly says, like, says that she, she's, she's Yeah, I love Tiana Taylor. Rhapsody, masculine presenting, but she may not be gay.
1: Do you think she's gay? No. Really?
0: I don't think so. You do? You do you get that vibe? Uh,
1: I don't know how she looks. Okay. I feel like I've never seen a- her. <laughs> Really, I've only heard. She's about not. Her. I
0: wouldn't even say she's masculine presenting. Um, well, they have. What it's, I didn't know,
1: Missy Elliott was gay. Really? Yes.
0: I, I honestly have never seen Missy Elliott as anything but, I, and I don't know why. I, I do
1: I, I don't even. I just thought she was by herself, like yeah. most people are. Like I don't even yeah. know, like. Somebody told me like yeah she has a wife and everything. I was like, what the fuck? Where have
0: I been? <laughs> okay, like Missy has this whole damn life. No, I've always assumed I, in, assumptions don't don't make those. But I've always felt like Missy Elliott was was a part of the community, like Queen Latifah. Yeah, she was, I've always felt she, she always was out. too. No, she's and just, she's still kind of not out.
1: But she has a wife.
0: She does have a wife. I, I think people are out in their own lives and in their own ways but they're not necessarily out Out. to the public like like that you know so yeah hmm are there any other masculine women no i don't know but you know yeah so unless we're in like a totally gay space then i'm like okay everybody here is probably gay at least the (laughs) women are well Everyone here is probably gay, so <laughs> let me just, you know, see if I can do what I do. But, yeah, don't. that's about it.
1: Do you have any last-minute advice for the kids about social anxiety and anxiousness?
0: Um, I would just say, uh, like I said, work through it. Be honest with it. Once you identify what it is, be honest with, that, with yourself about it. Because it's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, take the time to work through it. Feel those feelings. Recognize them, you know, when they come up again. And then find your own way of dealing with it. Do what feels comfortable to you and gets you through it. Amen. Well, Mine is
1: listen to some music. Don't let people touch you with their dirty and hands. Yeah. Okay. Um, Walk like you own the world.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's a good one. if there is a space that is over capacity, don't be there. Because if shit pops off, girl. Don't be there if you can't handle it. Oh, just don't be there. Go home. (laughs) Smoke a blunt.
0: Yeah, don't Chips force yourself to be in situ- Don't force yourself in situations or to be in places just because you feel like you got to get over it. Like, no, that's a part of feeling it. Unless you actually want to be there. Exactly. But if you need to go home, girl, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see y'all later. Happy Thanksgiving, though. Oh yeah, yeah. happy be- holidays. <laughs> Not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving or Christmas So happy holidays Y'all stay safe Stay focused on your goals Finish the year off strong If you in school Finish the semester off strong Beat on top of your shit You make it sound like the season Like we're over I know that's why I know So we'll see y'all in a couple weeks
1: We'll see you guys
0: soon. <laughs> Bye, Bye.